Let's pray. Father in heaven, we are impressed by your great promises to us. Lord, you are faithful and you only love us and we make these puny resolves before you to cling to you, to cling to your work at the cross and we pray for strength, that you would give us your strength, that we might persevere and hang on by your grace, knowing full well that your grip on us is much better. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the time this morning to worship you and to remember your great son who gave his life up for us. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. You can take your Bibles and turn to Psalm 92 as we prepare our hearts and our minds to worshipfully remember Jesus Christ as we celebrate the Lord's table. Let's turn to Psalm 92. Psalm 92, verse 1. The psalmist says, It is good. It is good to give thanks to Yahweh. It is good to sing praises to your name, O Most High. That means there's no one greater than Yahweh. He has no rival. He has no equal. He is unmatched in his greatness. It is good to declare something as well. It is good to declare your loving kindness in the morning. Believer, that means you will never rise from your sleep to face a new day wondering if you are loved by your Savior or not. And it is good to declare your faithfulness by night, and that means that you will never lay down your head at the end of the day and find any evidence that God was unfaithful to you. There is no question that he loves us. There is no question that he is faithful. It is good to declare that Yahweh's excellent character is never in question. Verse 3 It is good to express this worship of Jesus Christ in song, which we've been doing. But why? That's verse 4. For you, Yahweh, have made me glad by what you have done. I will sing for joy at the works of your hands. The Lord who has only ever been loving and faithful to you, believer, has been and is and will always be at work for you. The works of that God's hands makes us sing for joy. This morning, let's consider some of the works of God's hands to help us worshipfully remember Jesus Christ. What works of his hands make us glad and sing for joy? Consider first, God's great work through his son's death at the cross in your place, believer. Is this not his greatest work ever done for us? Each day when I am reminded of my past sins and how my past is full of days stained by those sins, those days and moments are irretrievable. I cannot get them back. But when I look upon the Son's great work on the cross to forgive my sin, 
I am made glad by what he has done. The works of his nail-pierced hands make me sing for joy. Consider, secondly, Jesus Christ's work to prepare a place for you, believer, so that you can be where he is. This is John 14, verses 2 to 3. Jesus said to his disciples, In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And so each day when I am tempted to worry about what tomorrow or the future holds, I can remember this great work of Jesus that he's accomplishing for me so that I can be with him one day. He has an eye on my future, and he is taking care of it, and he is working wonderfully for me and for you. He wants us to be with him and is working to prepare a place for us with him. When I consider that great work of Christ for me, that makes me glad. It gives me joy. And consider lastly, God's work right now, today through trials and adversity to bring us into greater spiritual maturity and faith and holiness and Christ-likeness. We could look at James 1. We could look at Romans 5. We have a God who began a good work in us and he is faithful to complete it the way that he desires. And so each day when I am tempted to despair in the trials overwhelming me, I can carefully consider his work in and through my trials that brings me to greater conformity to Christ. So even in my trials... I can be made glad by what he is doing. The work of his hands in my adversity make me sing for joy. So consider this, believer, whether you are tempted to fear or despair as you look back on your past sins or whether you are tempted to fear or despair as your future days seem veiled to you in darkness or whether you are tempted to fear or despair in your present adversity or trial, God has works for you, and they can actually make you glad. Your God loves you and is faithful to you. And his works toward you prove that every morning and every night. His works toward you cover all of your fears and anxieties with his love and faithfulness. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night with the ten-stringed lute and with the harp, with resounding music upon the lyre. For you, O Yahweh, have made me glad by what you have done. I will sing for joy at the works of your hands. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, trusting in him alone for your forgiveness of sins and newness of life with him. Remember now his works for you, especially his death at the cross for you. The bread and the juice that are going to come around in a moment as we celebrate the Lord's table are reminders. The bread reminds us of his body that was given for us as he was crushed in our place at the cross. The juice is a reminder of his blood that was shed for the forgiveness of sins. So believer, eat and drink 
and it is good for you to thank him and to praise him. Be glad in his work. And perhaps this morning, believer, it's time to recommit to him your past and your future and today. He loves you and has only ever been faithful to you. And even in your darkest moments, you can be made glad by what he has done. But what if you do not believe Jesus Christ this morning? Then you have no true comfort yet when you think on your past sins and crimes against God, a holy God. Because those are only forgiven and wiped away through faith alone in Jesus alone. And if you do not believe Jesus Christ yet, then you have no reason yet to hope regarding your future beyond the grave because Christ is not yet preparing a place for you so that you can be with him forever. What will you do? And have you given thought to where you will be without him forever? And if you do not yet believe Jesus Christ, then you do not yet have reason to be comforted in your trials today because he is not yet working in those for your good. What is most urgent for you this morning then is that you turn in faith to Jesus Christ so that God's wrath toward you may be turned away. So take this time to consider your need of Jesus Christ and just let the tray with the bread and the juice pass you by. And believer, when you have prepared your heart, please take the bread and the cup on your own and I will return to close our time in prayer. Men, please come and serve us.